Hello and welcome to Kevin's Podcast Show. We're going to be live tonight on Facebook. I don't know how that's going to work. We're just going to see and see what happens. So join us now as we go live. Association is proud to present heavyweight action. Let's get ready to rumble. And we are live. This is Kevin's podcast show, the first time that I have attempted to go live on Facebook. I am recording this and this will be uploaded onto all the normal places that you can get Kevin's podcast show on, you know, Apple Podcasts. You can get it on Stitcher, Spotify. Um, you know, any one of those. Um, also, you can get me an Anchor Podcast because Anchor Podcast app is how that I podcast. And if you have your own idea that you want to start doing a podcast, this is the way to do it. Anchor's easy to do. It's free, and I highly recommend it. Also, they also sponsor the show, so, you know, I kind of have to uh, recommend them. But anyway, I also want to let everybody know that you can reach us via Twitter at Podcast Kevin, and you can also email me anything that you need to email me, uh, Kevin's Podcast Show at Gmail. Dot com. Uh, I would really appreciate hearing from you. Also, you can get me on Anchor Podcast. You can go to Anchor Podcast and go to my show and you can leave a voicemail or anything like that. And just leave me a message. Let me know how things uh, how things are going, if you like that. But anyway, we're going to start off with news versus news. And of course, in the news, the big news that we've got going on right now, is that there was a guy that claimed to be a missing ute. That's right. There was a uh, kid that disappeared in uh, Illinois, of all places, and uh, they evidently found a disoriented and, uh, you know, not really with it kind of guy in uh, Kentucky, which is just right across the line in Kentucky, and he claimed to be the kid. So here's the story from that. I just want to I want to I want to parallel it with uh, another story that's been going on uh, that we've had um, in recent days and stuff that I've talked about on Kevin's podcast show. Uh, this one is the person found wandering in Kentucky is not Timothy Pitson, the FBI says. The person found wandering uh, is not Timothy Pitson, uh, who disappeared nearly eight years ago, the FBI said Thursday. The individual told authorities he was the missing child from Aurora, Illinois, and described how he fled from his alleged kidnappers, ran across the bridge into Kentucky, according to a police report. But DNA results proved that he is not the missing child, the FBI's Louisville uh, Office said the male who claimed to be Timothy is actually 23-year-old Brian Michael Rennie of Medina, Ohio, uh, said the chief of police of Newport, Kentucky, which is right across the border from um, uh, right across the border from Illinois, Ohio, Illinois, Ohio. They all come together right there. It's kind of like Tennessee, Kentucky, and Virginia, Cumberland Gap. They all come together right there. Anyway, it's devastating. It's like reliving the day 
that day all over again. Kara Jacobs, Timothy's aunt, told reporters, Timothy, Timothy's father is devastated, devastated once again, as we are, said Timothy's grandmother, Alina Anderson. Missing since 2011, almost eight years ago, Timothy and his mother went on a road trip that included stops at a zoo and a water park. The adventure started after Amy Fry Pitson checked her six-year-old son out of the Illinois Elementary School on May the 11th, 2011. Three, three days later, the mother's body was found in a hotel room in Rockford, Illinois. She had died by suicide, leaving behind a note saying that her son was with people who love him. You'll never find him. The note said. Um, Sharon Hall told CNN she noticed a fidgety boy in her neighborhood uh, in Newport, Kentucky, not far from the Ohio-Kentucky border. And the neighbor's daughter called police after the boy told him that he had uh, been on the run for two hours and that his stomach hurt. When authorities arrived, he told them his name was Timothy Pitson, 14, and he had fled two men who had kept him captive, captive for seven years, most recently at a nearby Red Roof Inn, according to the police report. Uh, he was unsure of the hotel's location, according to the report. He apparently escaped and kept running across the bridge into Kentucky. The alleged kidnappers had distinctive tattoos, he told the police. He said the two men... Uh, bodybuilder type build. One had a spiderweb tattoo on his neck. The other had a snake tattoo on his arm. The men drove a Ford SUV, according to what this guy told them. And uh, so we're tracking down every possible lead. Chris Fangman of the Newport Pol uh, Police Department in Kentucky said, we're all working together very fluidly, very well, he said. Well, I'm just going to say this about this kid. And I want to bring it over to Jesse Smollett, or Jesse Smollett, or ever how his uh, his attorney happens to be framing that word nowadays. It's Jesse Smollett, Jesse Smollett, uh, the crazy dude that made up the story about the guy with the MAGA hats and beat the shit out of him, and then they put a noose around him, and they poured bleach all over him. In the middle of the night, because, uh, you know, that happens, you know, when it's minus 50 degrees in Chicago, you hang out with a gallon of bleach and a, and a piece of rope, and you just wait and hope that there's a black gay guy comes along that you recognize, so that you can, uh, you know, throw bleach all over and put a noose around their neck, and, and don't steal their Subway sandwich, though. Don't do that. But anyway, this kid right here has obviously probably some mental problems and i'm gonna say jesse smollett has some mental problems too um he's he's gonna probably be charged for having some sort of a um you know some sort of a uh false police report or something he'll, he'll get charged with something this kid will in uh, kentucky that claimed to be this this missing kid He's going to be charged. You know he's going to be charged. And how unfair is it that this guy, Jesse Smollett, Jesse Smollett, ever how the hell you say his name, Jesse, Jesse, dude, come on, man. That's not right. It's not, it's not fair. It's not fair that you got all these charges dismissed against you. And you know what's going to end up happening? What's going to end up happening? And he's going to go back on his show. 
it's like I predicted whenever I was talking about it before on Kevin's podcast show. This guy is going to end up. Uh, well, I said that he's probably not going to ser- serve a day in jail, and I said that he's probably going to end up getting some counseling and that sort of thing, and he's going to tell them how traumatic it was and and all these things. Well, come to find out, he's got some sort of. Uh, uh, well, he's got big friends and high friends in high places, you know, and he's got all those charges dismissed. And of course, now the whole big thing about Jesse Smollett is that they're trying to get the uh, prosecutor in Illinois in Chicago. She's probably going to get in trouble because she supposedly recused herself from the whole thing, but she didn't really recuse recuse herself from the whole thing. It's just bad deal. It's a bad deal all the way around. No matter how you you do it, it's it's a bad deal. And this guy, Jesse Smollett, is not going to get shit out of it. He's not going to get anything for doing something that is arguably worse than what this kid did. Even though both of them are basically filing false police reports. That's basically what it boils down to. And of course, the police have to investigate. The FBI have to investigate. That's part of it. And who does that cost? Who pays for all that? We do. Taxpayers. That's us. That's right. We're going to have to pay for all that stuff. So I'm just saying that between those two hoaxes, I'm going to say that I would rather Jesse Smollett go to jail than this kid. Because this kid's obviously, I I, I mean, he wants attention, but he doesn't want attention and try to uh, sway the political curve as far as that's concerned. So that's that's bad. It's bad. It's bad all the way around. So, uh, all right, I'm, I'm going to read a couple more stories here, and then we're going to get on to some other news. All right, that's another story about the, that kid, that Pitson kid, uh, which turned out to be a 23-year-old guy, not really a kid. Uh, not, not, it's all false. All false. So there you go. All right, we're going to talk about Joe Biden and his bid for election in 2020. Joe Biden's got a Me Too problem, Kavanaugh. Um, The the accusations strain the Biden defense. They're putting out the bat signal and trying to solicit as many personal testimonials as possible, said one Democrat. Jeez, wouldn't you think so? The controversy surrounding Joe Biden's past physical behavior, Kavanaugh, with women seem to have stopped metastasizing after a team of Democratic defenders found out in his defense, Kavanaugh, seeking to knock down the notion that his tendency to be touchy with women, Kavanaugh, was anything more than an innocent affection, Kavanaugh. But then came two more women, two more. Two more women alleging that the former vice president's overly familiar touching made them uncomfortable. Furthermore, this muddied the Biden's political predicament as he considers a third presidential run in 2020. Yes, he's ran twice before and lost twice before. Uh, He was Obama's vice, in case you all forgotten that. Anyway, the new accusation first reported by the New York Times, of all people, Uh, came just days after Biden's backers uh, felt a measure of relief after four days of debate surrounding the propriety of Biden's style of interacting with women, Kavanaugh. Prominent female voices, including former Biden staffers, Kavanaugh, former Obama White House advisors Valerie Jarrett, Kavanaugh, 
actress turned activist Alyssa Milano because she's important, Kavanaugh. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Kavanaugh, publicly voiced their support during the day, providing a degree of encouragement to Biden's backers, supporters, and possible staff hires who have watched with dread as his team has struggled with the accusations of the first two women, Kavanaugh, who said that he made them uncomfortable in separate instances, Kavanaugh. The team of Biden spanned the party, leveraging years of goodwill accumulated by the vice president. And I have heard that this guy's a good guy. I have heard that. But he still sniffs women's hair from behind, and that's kind of weird. I mean, just saying. Anyway, uh, this woman quoted as saying, Joe took both my hands and his looked me in the eye for a long time before he spoke. He said simply, I know. I know. For a brief moment, there were two souls joined by the loss for changing our lives. After that, Joe would often pause to ask me how I was getting along. Former Missouri Senator Gene Carnahan, 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 I don't want to mispronounce her name, Kevin um, let's see, relating how Biden comforted her during the loss of her husband and son in a 2000 plane crash. He reaches out through the human touch to connect and express those feelings, Kavanaugh. She continued, quoting Mother Teresa of all people. Let's quote Mother Teresa. Let's defend this guy. Uh, people have forgotten what the human touch is. What it is to smile, for somebody to recognize them and somebody to wish them well and sniff their necks and their hair and plant a kiss on the back of their neck, Kavanaugh. Join the, uh, let's see, still even more support came with warnings to learn from the experience. Pelosi gave a bit of advice to avoid being too touchy-feely, Kavanaugh. Join the straight arm club, said Pelosi. Uh, adding that Biden needs to keep his distance. Just pretend you have a cold and I have a cold. That's all you got to do. Just pretend you got a cold and you don't want anybody else to have a, a, a cold. You know, that's all you've got to do. Just pretend you've got a cold. That's all you have to do. Just keep your distance, Joe Biden. Just keep your distance and everything will be okay. Ugh. Biden's team began to aggressively push back on Monday, calling attempts to uh, cast him as creepy. Kavanaugh, part of a cottage industry of lies, Kavanaugh. As part of that effort, more organic than organized due to its skeletal staff, the Biden camp exploited its long and deep ties to influential media figures and political players in Washington. No shit. Call in the troops, guys. Call in the guys that's going to help you out and keep you from being raked over the coals like, oh, I don't know, Kavanaugh, maybe? Anyway, they're putting out the bat signal and trying to solicit as many personal testimonies as possible, trying to encourage people to share their stories, said a Democrat with knowledge of the team's strategy. The approach was recognition of the need to staunch the bleeding, but also the belief that rival campaigns were behind the first salvo fired at Biden on Friday, Kavanaugh, by Lucy Flores, a former Nevada, Nevada Assemblywoman and 2014 candidate for lieutenant governor who described Biden's unwanted embrace. She said that they needed to have a discussion about his behavior, especially in light of the hashtag MeToo era. 
So there you go. Flores's account surfaced just after Biden's consultants began to concrete uh, making concrete job offers to potential staffers in the early states. Uh, yeah, stay away from the fake cold there, Carolyn. You're exactly right. Stay away from the fake cold. They think of this as part of a concerted effort to spook him out, Kavanaugh. While the former vice president's team were was aware his physical style, physical style, his physical style, listen, when you have a habit of pulling people in close, especially women, and sniffing their hair, that's more than a style. That's weird. Creepy, in fact. And this is not the first time that he's been uh, called out on this. This has come out before, but it, you know, he's running for president in 2020, and they don't really want Biden in there. So there you go. While the former vice president teams was aware of his physical style would become an issue as he geared up for a likely presidential bid later this month. Biden himself seemed to preemptively address the issue recently by referring to himself as a tactile politician. A tactile politician. In other words, I like to touch people while I campaign. Take Nancy Pelosi's advice, Joe, and just pretend you have a cold. Pretend you have a cold and stay the hell away. That's what you need to do. Just pretend you have a cold. That'll work. Pretend you have a cold. Pretend I have a cold. And everybody will stay away from the cold. And then you won't be sniffing people's hair or kissing them on the neck. So there you go. As recently as Tuesday afternoon, Biden's allies were insisting that rough scrutiny was not a deal-breaker in his decision-making <laughs> the presidential sniff. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Hashtag the presidential sniff. Come here, Kim Jong-un. I must assess you. <sighs> no missiles here. <laughs> Uh, the former vice president remained on track to announce a 2020 decision this month. I don't think this has thrown him off course, Kavanaugh. A person close to the Biden camp said, I think he's dealing with the hits his team thought would come, Kavanaugh. Yet even as the, a, they express confidence that Biden can weather the storm, some allies worry that the fallout is exposing the other potential weaknesses in his prospective candidacy. No kidding. They just can't. They just don't seem prepared, and they knew this was coming. Said a Democratic operative. <laughs> I appreciate the deep inhales, uh, but maybe that's just what happens when a whole team is a bunch of white guys. Kavanaugh, 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 a bunch of white guys, with the exception of the lone white woman. Oh, it would be terrible if there was a white guy in the presidential office. That would be horrible that a white guy would be running for president because, you know, that would just be, well, damn, that'd just be horrible. He's taken care of pretty well by the socialist they got to him, Trump said in his remarks to the National Republican Congressional Committee. Our former vice president is going to say welcome to the world, Joe. You're having a good time. So, President Trump's trolling him a little bit, asking him if, he, if he's having a good time. Uh, I do enjoy the presidential sniff. That's pretty cool. So, Joe Biden's got his own Me Too problem. He's got his, his whole thing that's coming down the pike, and he's sniffing women's necks and 
sniffing out the problems that there might be. I don't know. But anyway, um... Oh, and a little more Jesse Smollett news before we get off here. I'm going to have to say that if Empire comes back for a sixth season, Jamal will be part of it. I think that's uh, Jesse Smollett's character. I don't know. I don't watch the show. I don't care about that show. But anyway, uh, to I don't know how to say these people's names. I feel so bad because I don't know how to say these people's names. Tariha? Tarhi, Tariji, Tariji, P. Hanson, Hanson, this girl's name's Hanson, last name's Hanson, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your first name, uh, she said, she's a 45-year-old actress, I don't know why they have to point out her age, but anyway, uh, who leads the Fox series as Cookie Lion, opened up about Jesse Smollett and his role on the series going forward. I talk to Jesse all the time, and he's doing well. We're all doing well. Of course you're doing well. All the charges have been dropped against you. Why wouldn't you be doing well? So, she said on The View Thursday, The View. The View is the, uh, the Facebook of news. I'm just going to tell you right now. It's the Facebook of news. If you get your, if you get your news from Facebook, you probably get some of your news from The View. Anyway, she said that the show's doing well. We're on hiatus right now. The writers are trying to figure out what the next season's going to look like, what our storylines are going to be. They're going to drum up some really good, juicy stuff for you guys. Empire's not yet renewed for a sixth season, but as far as Henson knows, Smollett will be back. Yes, I haven't heard anything else. Yes, I haven't heard anything else. Yes, I haven't heard anything else. I have to repeat that because that doesn't make any sense to me. It's either yes, I have heard something else, or no, I haven't heard anything else. Anyway. <laughs> Whiny gold snot. That's exactly right. Smollett previously indicted with 16 counts of disorderly conduct for allegedly filing a false police report. See, now that's what that kid in Ohio has done. Illinois, Kentucky, wherever. That claimed to be the uh, missing uh, kidnapped kid. He's filed a, a, a false police report, okay? And claimed that he was a victim of a hate crime in January. Now, Jesse's got all dismissed, and there's no problems there. But this kid that clearly has some problems that's trying to act like that he is a um, kidnapped child, whatever whatever kind of mental things he's got going on in his head, when I'm saying he's got mental problems, I mean, I'm not a mental health expert or anything, but come on, why would you be 23 years old, claim to be a 14-year-old kid that got kidnapped, you know, 11 years ago or whatever it is? Why would you do that? Unless you've got something wrong in the cabeza. So, he's going to end up doing jail time. I'm going to 100% guarantee you that. I told you that Jesse Smollett would never serve a day in jail. I told you that whenever this was all going on. I said he's, he's gay. He's black. He's got highly connected friends. He's friends with the Obamas. He's friends with uh, Kamala Harris. He's friends with Cory Booker. He's got big friends. 
And I knew this wasn't going anywhere. I thought they would probably have him sign something where he would get like a, a judicial diversion and they would let him go to counseling and he'd pay a fine and that would be the end of that. But no, they just dismissed the whole damn thing. Why? Because he's connected and he's gay and he's black. And God forbid we put somebody gay and black in jail. That'd be horrible. But this kid that's in Kentucky that claimed to be this kidnapped kid, he'll go to jail. He'll serve jail time. I'm 100% guaranteed. I'll keep you updated on it, but I'm just saying. Um, and the, uh, the prosecutor from, um, from there is also, she, she's, she's in trouble. I think her last name's Fox. She's the, uh, the uh, district attorney for uh, Chicago. I guess it was handling Jesse, Jesse Smollett's case or whatever. Well, she's, you know, people calling for her resignation and that sort of thing. So we'll see where that goes, but probably nowhere. And if it does go somewhere, she'll get a book deal out of it or she'll get a job on somebody's campaign staff or she'll go to work for the vice president, uh, maybe teach him how to sniff other things besides people's hair on the back of their necks. And speaking of that, one last thing about Joe Biden. Donna Brazile, back in the news. Donna Brazile, who is a Fox contributor. Now, I'm just going to say she's now a Fox contributor. Go figure. I think Fox is starting to lean a little bit the other way. But anyway. Donna Brazile said that Joe Biden is an honorable and decent human being. Kavanaugh, who is owning his mistakes, Kavanaugh, when it comes to improperly touching other people, Kavanaugh. Biden issued a statement earlier this week in which the former Delaware senator and vice president said he meant no disrespect, Kavanaugh, and that he has always comported himself in a way he believed to be comforting to others, Kavanaugh. Brazil, who served as the DNC chairman, chairwoman and also as Al Gore's 2000 presidential campaign manager, said the potential 2020 contender Biden had was never inappropriate with me. Well, maybe your hair doesn't, does not smell as good as the other people's hair. Did you ever think about that, Donna? Maybe your hair is not as odoriferous, if you will. Anyway, Joe Biden is someone who has comforted me on many occasions, Kavanaugh. He, she said, noting that the deaths of her parents, the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina, uh, Katrina which devastated her hometown of uh, New Orleans at the time, Brazil said it's important for women to speak their truth about their experiences with Biden. Okay. Let me just say this about that phrase, speak their truth. Someone is speaking their truth. Bullshit. I call bullshit on this. You do not speak your truth. You do not speak my truth. I don't speak my truth. I don't speak whatever. The truth is the truth. How you view things is mm, inconsequential to the truth. The truth is the truth. Uh, oh, well, I've got a I've got a little message here so that I didn't read this part. Kid says that he. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, that kid might say that he's uh, he's gay. You're right. You, that kid that uh, pretended to be the uh, the um, kidnapped 
kid, he, he may pretend to be gay and get out of jail free on that whole deal. Who knows? Okay. Um, Brazil went on to say, talking, still talking about Joe Biden here, Brazil went on to say that no one has accused him of sexual harassment, and some women have accused President Donald Trump. No kidding. She said that just as Biden must make a decision about 2020, she would also welcome Gore, Hillary Clinton, and John Kerry to the field. You know, all the losers. That's who she would welcome to the field. And I will point this out about Al Gore, who is from my home state of Tennessee. In 2000, when George Bush beat him, if he had carried his home state, he would have won. But he didn't carry his home state because he sucks. Anyway. All right. So that that kid that's, uh, that's out there, it's just... just a bad deal. Joe Biden has got his Me Too problems. He's got the Jesse Smollett thing going on still. Who's going to end up coming back on the TV show? What a bunch of bullshit. But anyway, that's a whole mishmash of news. Uh, this is the first time that I've tried to do this on live. Um, I think we're, I don't know, 25 minutes or so into it. So I, I'm going to cut it off here and just say this, that I really appreciate you all joining me. I'm going to try to do this again, maybe. It's pretty good. I like it. I like it uh, quite a bit. Uh, if you would, go on to iTunes if you have an iPhone and uh, give me a, a rating down there. Five stars. All the stars. Give me all the stars. Woo-hoo, all the stars. And uh, I appreciate that. Do a review. It really does help out. And spread the uh, spread the podcast around. This podcast, this part of the podcast will be available later on tonight. I will be... Um, putting that out and uh, sending that out. It'll be available on iTunes and Anchor Podcast and all that sort of thing. I'll put it out on Facebook. I'll put the links out there. Uh, some people said that they were having trouble listening to it. Um, try to put a direct link so you can just listen to it on Facebook if you want to. Uh, but I really appreciate it. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so very much for listening to Kevin's podcast show. And once again, let me say this, that you can uh, tweet us at podcast kevin and you can also send me an email kevin's podcast show at gmail.com and you also go to anchor and uh, leave me a voicemail there say anything you want to about the show i really appreciate the feedback anything that you want to tell me i'm more than happy to listen to uh but you know it is my show so i'm gonna do it my way just saying but i don't mind people complaining about it you know or or telling me you know that they like things so it's all good either way uh but anyway we're going to end the uh the facebook live part of this and then we're going to finish up there'll be uh, another episode of the unknown redneck will be on this episode and uh we'll probably end up with some weird tennessee news so stay tuned for that um don't forget to listen oh yeah and i want to give a shout out real quick to uh, my other podcast buddies that are out there, we got Drew McSalty and his Shift Ender podcast. If you're interested in anything about EMS, it's pretty much an EMS bitch fest is what it is, but it kind of gets you on the inside of what happens with paramedics and stuff whenever we're working. I um, mean, that's what I do. I'm a paramedic also. I don't talk about that stuff on my podcast, but he talks about it on his podcast. Uh, they talk about 
you know, all the things just are is so frustrating with our job. And I, I can really appreciate it. And I can see how people who can listen to that show and can get an appreciation for uh, how EMS is. And also uh, give a shout out to uh, Derek's Heretics. That's another podcast that I listen to. Derek's Heretics is um, uh, anything supernatural. You know, they do the supernatural. They do ghosts. They do a uh, phenomenon that comes along. They do these uh, conspiracy theories, UFOs, anything weird and strange like that right there. That's what Derek's Heretics do. I encourage you to, to listen to that. So Derek's Heretics and Shift Ender Podcast, Derek's Heretics is, of course, the uh, unusual and the and the strange and, and uh, Shift Ender Podcast is uh for uh, anything ems hey i see jeff alford uh old friend of mine has popped up on the program i appreciate you we're jeff we're about to get off here but thank you so much for for tuning in and uh we're gonna get off here right now and finish up the podcast on the other side and uh it'll be available here in a little while so y'all have a good evening and hey friends unknown redneck here on kevin's podcast show just gonna let you all know honey that Starla Jean and that there Frenchy feller, that there John Jean Luke, John, you know who I'm talking about, that feller she's engaged to. Well, honey, they have set themselves up a day to get married on. I reckon they're going to get married on May the 11th. That's right, they're going to get married on May the 11th, and we're just tickled to death. Old John Luke, Jean Luke, his mommy and daddy's going to be able to come down from Canada. First time they've ever been down to East Tennessee. And honey, we're just excited and happy to have them down this way. And we're going to teach them how to eat some soup beans and fried taters and stuff like that. And maybe she can even uh, teach old Cheryl how to make some poontine. That'd be all good with me. But anyhow, after that, honey, I reckon we're going to go down there to the Cab Over, the Cab San, Cab so the Cabo San Lucas, the Cab Over San Lucas down there in Mexico. And I reckon we're going to be able to go down and see them tuna fish and them marlins. We're going to scuba dive. And, honey, we're going to be just everywhere down that way. And we'll just have to, I don't know, I guess they'll be able to send it out on that there internet thing and just all over the internet world. And we'll be able to send some pictures out. And, honey, we're just excited that we just can't hardly stand ourselves. But, anyhow, just wanted to let you all know, we just appreciate everybody uh, sending us good thoughts our way and uh, we, we're we're real proud of her i'm just gonna say that and then her to hardy's are gonna let her off for two whole weeks to go on her honeymoon and uh old john luke gene luke feller that he'll be graduating school about that same time i reckon he'll finish up at the first of may and he'll be done with all that and then he'll be able to go get him a job whenever he comes back and honey he better get him a job is all i can tell him because uh starla jean she ain't cheap that's all I got to say about that. No, Kurt Angle, he's going to be, I reckon he's going to be one of the groomsmen. We're going to have to go down there and get him a, one of our uh, tuxedos. I reckon that's going to get me one, too. And uh, they're going to make us all look good and look pretty. I reckon that'll be all part of it. But anyway, his little uh, green-haired girlfriend. That's right, green-haired, honey. She's done changed her hair again, that little Joanne girl that old Kurt Angle's been a-seeing. She's changed it over to green hair now. And she's going to be down there taking care of, uh, I don't know, somewhere register book or something. I don't know what it is. Anyhow, where you put your name in the book i don't know what that's all about but anyhow i ain't no i ain't no big fan or nothing i, I mean i don't know how that works but that's what they tell me and they're gonna they're gonna dance out there to i can't help but fall in love with you from the kang elvis presley and we're all excited about that even though i ain't gonna get to sing it and uh well i'm just gonna tell you i'm just all beside myself i'm just tickled to death but anyhow that's just a little short update from the unknown redneck ain't been on here in a couple weeks just letting y'all know we have set the date for them youngins to get married may the 11th so anyhow, y'all just pray first that everything go along good and sun on redneck. You know where I am.
Dateline, Mount Juliet, Tennessee. New groom leads cops on a high-speed chase in a just-married car. A new groom said that he, after he surrendered to police following a high-speed chase in Tennessee, he just got married and was trying to process everything. Well, brother, I can sympathize with that because I've got three ex-wives and three ex-houses and I tried to process all that bullshit and it ain't worked for me yet. So good luck with that. Authorities saw Michael Smith's Chevrolet Equinox with the words just married written on the rear window swerving in and out of the lanes of traffic on I-40 near Mount Juliet at about 9.30 last Thursday in the evening. Police chased the car, but he evaded arrest for about 20 miles. Hitting, uh, uh, see, hitting crash guardrails and concrete barriers, he eventually pulled over in a Nashville restaurant parking lot and gave himself up. Smith told officers about the circumstances leading up to the chase. He uh, made statements to the officers that he had just got married and was trying to process everything and just had a life crisis and a lot on his mind. No kidding, buddy. I'm just saying... It's unclear whether Smith from Nashville had gotten married that day or was fleeing from his own celebration, but he was the only occupant in the vehicle registered in his name, and the whereabouts of his new wife was unknown. Police arrested Smith and charged him with evading arrest, reckless endangerment, reckless driving, and he was booked into the Wilson County Jail. Well, bless his heart. That's all I got to say about that. Little feller had some cold feet going on after the fact. Anyhow, I might have been there once or twice three times myself anyway that's a little uh something great in a volunteer state a little weird tennessee news all right little shout outs going on this evening to shift ender podcast with my buddy drew mcsalty Listen to his podcast if you want to know about ambulance service and stuff like that. Also, check out my buddy Derek Cook. Old Cookie's got some good stuff. Derek's Heretics. He talks about all kinds of weird stuff on there. Conspiracy theories and UFOs and all such as that. Check him out. There's some friends of mine. That's the shout-outs on Kevin's podcast show. Okay, it's been Kevin's Podcast Show for April the 4th, 2019. We had a Facebook Live episode. That's the first time I've ever tried to do that. Um, not sure how that's going to turn out, but we're going to try it again and again until we get it right. That's all I know how to do, and that's how I do my podcast. I'm just going to keep trying and trying and trying until I get it perfect, so I'll probably be on the air for the rest of my life. So there you go. Well, anyway, anyhow, I do appreciate you all listening. I appreciate it so much. You can catch me on Twitter at Podcast Kevin. Send me an email, Kevin's Podcast Show at gmail.com. Also on Facebook, and if you were on Facebook Live, you already know where to find me. But if not, look me up on Facebook, Kevin's Podcast Show at Podcast Kevin on Facebook. I think that's how you can find it on there. Just Google it. I'm on there somewhere. But anyway, I surely do appreciate you all listening, and thank you so much to all the international audience out there, and to the dozens and dozens of people that I've got listening out there. I'll just say this. I really appreciate it. Um, we're international, folks. 
we are around the world. I have listeners in Liberia, even. So I really appreciate you all listening. I think that's pretty cool. I think it's cool that people around the world uh, are digging the show. All right, folks. This is Kevin. This is my podcast. And until next time, it is Deuces and Duck Lips. Can you hear me? Yeah. Very good. This is going to be delivery or carry-out. Hi. I want to order pizza, and Yelp says you're a good place. But I got a long order that's quite serious, so wipe that smile off your face. I can see it. I need a pepperoni pizza on a jiffy. Okay. Is that it? Hell no, that ain't it. Stay with me. I need a combo and a couple Supremes, a couple deep dish pizzas that'll bust through my jeans. Send a 20,000 inch meat lovers with the cheese is gooey. And a female driver that'll feed it to me. I need a margarita pizza with some buffalo mozzarella, a taco pizza pie that you can cover with sauce and peppers, a Detroit style Greek pizza, and seven extra large barbecue meat pizzas. Five big pizzas, please. With absolutely no meat, baby boy, nothing but cheese. I need a pizza made of money with a couple of G's stuffed in the crust. Take it out the register if you must. 57 pepperoni pizzas with some sauce. It's Canadian bacon, a little garlic, and some mozzarella. You sound like a pretty nice fella. So throw a little pizza in me out of pudding and jello. I got a couple people that are coming over tonight. I need some Dr. Pepper Mountain, do some yogurt. Right. I need a couple other things and I hope it's alright Because you sitting there like, oh my god, he's throwing so tight I need a Game of Thrones pizza covered in fried dragon meat A jalapeno habanero pepper for the sabatine And if you think that I'm getting too cool I want the pizza from my old elementary school cafeteria That we used to get on Fridays Oh man, it was perfect and damn I read 285 books this year, my man You better bring me 10 personal pants A Chinese pizza filled with egg rolls I'll jump into it like I'm Philip DeFranco I'm gonna play, gonna give you my bankroll I'm thinking of sticking a brick and a million St. Flows I want some pizza with some barbecue chicken A little pineapple that gets a little hard on me chicken I'm gonna eat it with my wife while I hold the butt I'm taking a nibble off the end right off the golden crust a little garlic and some onion in the middle of the crust and go and sprinkle it with onions. Add a little parmesan, a little ham, a little cheddar, and some cheesy macaroni. Swear to God, it makes it better. I don't care if anybody wanna judge me for the food I'm getting. I just wanna cater to the party in the mood I'm in. I just want pizza. I know it's the best. And tomorrow I have the leftovers for breakfast. Make sure that crust is not a bit mushy. And oh yeah, please throw in a chocolate chip cookie, cause I'm a thug. Can you repeat that order back to me, please? Hell no, I can't repeat that order back. <laughs>